and welcome to the Not Your Typical 9 to 5 podcast. I am Katie, your host. I am a marketing freelancer, small business owner, entrepreneur, and now a podcast host. This is very exciting. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you all about burnout and overwhelm. And that's because it's something that's appeared in my life this week. And I really want this podcast to be raw, honest, and be a truthful account of what it's like to be a freelancer or a business owner, someone that doesn't work a typical nine to five. And that's the nitty gritty, the positive, the fun, just everything in between as well. So without further ado, let's begin. Burnout, what is it? Good old Google says it's a state of emotional, physical and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. For me, Yep, that hits all the markers. Um, it's when I am completely overwhelmed with all the tasks that I've got ahead of me. I am completely exhausted and I've had a really stressful time of it. I usually have no energy left. I have no motivation to do anything. I have a really negative outlook on things and it's just not a great place to be. I feel helpless, hopeless, kind of resenting whatever tasks I'm doing. And when it comes to my business, I start thinking, what have I done? What's the purpose of this? Have I done the right thing should I go and get a normal nine to five and I'm sure some of you can relate to this and as you're about to hear something that I went through last week but what I wanted to do in this episode is to go through the signs of burnout first of all and we'll talk about that in just a second then share with you my little burnout experience and sorry about the 1am in bed recording but like I say it's going to be raw it's going to be honest and then we're going to talk about once you've reached that point where you are feeling completely overwhelmed and you're about to be burnt out how to get yourself out of that and get on with whatever you need to do because it's really really tricky but I want you to know that I've done it and how I did it. Also we're going to end on a high note um, of how to prevent yourself getting burnt out and what little steps you can take to make sure that it doesn't happen to you or at least try because life's unpredictable. Try and avoid it happening to you. So how do you know if you're experiencing burnout? Well, physically, you will feel tired and drained. You might have low immunity, so you're picking up little colds and things that are going around. You're changing appetite. You're either eating way more or way less than normal. Same with sleep. You're either sleeping way more or way less than normal. And it's not great for the body. Emotionally, you're going to feel like a failure. You feel doubtful of yourself. You feel helpless, defeated, Feeling alone, that's a big signal. You're losing motivation, can't focus on a task, you're pretty cynical, you haven't got a positive outlook on anything and you don't get satisfied from completing work that you normally would do. And behaviourally, you will withdraw from your responsibilities, you isolate yourself, you procrastinate, and you are probably pretty stressed, you're taking out your frustrations on other people, and you can be stressed without being burnt out. So stress is normal, it's common, everyone experiences stress, no matter what you do in life. Burnout is where you become sort of detached, so you've got to the point of being so stressed that you just sort of give up and you all your sort of emotions and sense of achievement just sort of disappear and that is where I had got to 
and that's where a lot of people get to. It's really common, but it's not a great place to be. And that's why I created this podcast to help you know you're not alone if you're experiencing it. If you're not experiencing this at the moment, but you do experience it in the future, come back to this episode. It might be able to help you get out of it or just skip right to the end where I talk about how to prevent it happening because there's simple steps to take to prevent it happening. And I want to help you prevent it becoming part of your life. Now we're going to go into recording that I made 1am in the morning a couple of nights ago when I was experiencing a really bad place of overwhelm and I was about to be burnt out and I wanted to include this because as you can tell from my change in voice and energy I was at a really low place and I think it's all too easy to listen to these podcasts and listen to social media and think oh being a girl boss or owning your own business is amazing you can be an awesome entrepreneur and there are down days there are fantastic days and there's obviously a reason we all do it but I want to be honest about the down days and want you to know what to expect and help you avoid those down days or at least help you get through the down days and the lower days again apologies for how sad I sound in this in this recording Uh, but it does end on a high note I promise you because I get myself out of overwhelm I prevent burnout from happening and I'm taking steps now to prevent it happening again and which is why I recorded this episode because I want to help you do the same thing so I'll be honest with you I didn't envision my first episode to be like this It is nearly one o'clock in the morning. I just have tossed and turned for the last half an hour in bed thinking about wanting to get this off my chest and wanting to do an episode on overwhelm and burnout because it's what I'm experiencing currently and I want to be 100% honest with you. So I did record two episodes prior to this that I'd pre-recorded to launch with the launch of the podcast and they're about giving you advice, quite black and white textbook advice and I listened back to them and realized that that wasn't what I was hoping for it wasn't what I would listen to if it was a podcast that I had subscribed to or followed and it wasn't a podcast that I was happy with creating I wanted to create a podcast that was really honest and I don't want to scare you off running your own business I want you to run your own business but I don't want you to go into it naively and think that it's all rainbows and butterflies and sunshine because it's not I'll do episodes that feature me having really really good days and celebrating my successes or speaking to people that have had really successful businesses but I also want to do episodes that show you the nitty-gritty behind the scenes and be honest with you. So this episode is going to be all about overwhelm and burnout. If you're not in that position at the moment that's absolutely fine but I want you to know that this episode will always be here in a few months few weeks few years you might get to the point where you've burnt yourself out or you've become overwhelmed with your business come back to this episode because you never know it might really benefit you when you hit that point also there's plenty of episodes out there that prepare you or help you avoid becoming burnt out and overwhelmed and I've listened to loads of them and here I am in that exact situation so you can prepare yourself as much as possible be as organized as possible and it can still creep up on you I'm pretty sure that everyone who owns a business has come across this at some point. Now I'll give you a little bit of background. I recently was nominated for two really big awards with my business for a rural business award and for a British farming award and I'm so grateful that I am a finalist and so appreciative of how far I've come in in the last few months but it's put a huge amount of pressure on my shoulders because there's a lot of press that want to talk to me, there's a lot of interviews to do, I should be making the most of the promotion off the back of these nominations 
but I feel completely overwhelmed. I don't know where to begin. I feel huge amount of pressure on me and it's just getting to the point where I feel like I need a rest and when you have your own business you don't get a rest. There are some businesses particularly in farming or in hospitality where you do get seasons and there's perhaps a a more restful season for you but my business isn't really like that and a lot of businesses aren't. I haven't got the option of thinking well you know in two or three months time it's really going to quieten down and I can take a couple of weeks off because it's not I need to be thinking about Christmas now I need to be trying to get into publications gift guides it is August seems crazy to be thinking about that but nope press are seriously talking about Christmas now so I'm pretty overwhelmed about that because I'm booking in Christmas markets I'm trying to get into gift guides I'm trying to think of Christmas products to sell I'm also thinking about personal life Christmas gets really busy with social events obviously getting your presents I've just launched a Sunday roast box I've got a new product coming out which I'm trying to get in front of influencers and trying to get as much press with as possible. So you can kind of see how this overwhelm and burnout has started. Also, I have put a huge amount of myself into the business. I've sacrificed a lot and anyone that runs their own business knows it becomes part of you and you put your time, your effort, your money into it. And I didn't envision my business to grow as quickly or become as big as it has at the moment. I really thought that I would be making five or six rounds of sausages by hand in my kitchen, a couple of pots of jam. And it's really, it's really surprised me. I am not at that stage anymore. I'm having to get people to help me get specialist butchers in to help me make sausages, make bacon, because I can't keep up with demand. And that's great. That means my business is doing well, but it's something I haven't prepared myself for mentally. In this podcast, I want to be really open and honest with you about the mental impact that running your own business has on you. It's particularly prevalent in anyone that suffers from mental illness. And I've been honest in my blogs before. I have had depression and anxiety and it's not going to go away because I'm running my own business. And actually, it's probably going to just highlight those facts and burnout is serious it's not something that you can just get over but if you've experienced burnout undoubtedly be in denial because up to about half an hour ago even I was telling myself nope no I'm not burnt out just a bit tired and no the truth is I am burnt out and there's nothing wrong with that there's no shame there's just the need to prevent it becoming serious. What I'm going to do tonight, I'm going to try and get some sleep. Like I say, it's 1am. I've got to be up at 8. So I should have probably gone to sleep about an hour ago. Um, People with kids listening to this are thinking, wow, lucky you, seven hours sleep. Um, But I am really one of those people that has to have your eight hours of sleep because otherwise I do not function. And this is another telltale sign for me that I'm coming into trouble mentally and that is either not sleeping or sleeping too much and it's because stuff's on your mind and I know it's it's a big trigger for making things worse as well because if you don't have enough sleep you're not thinking straight you can't make rational decisions and if you have too much sleep you feel guilty because you're wasting your time so it's a vicious circle although this isn't what I planned the the first episode to be I think it's really important I'm honest with you hopefully this helps some of you out there because I know when I'm going through problems and I'm listening to someone else running the business that has similar problems to me it's really helpful to know that I'm not alone and it's really helpful to know how they got out of their situation it's really tough when you run your own business because you don't have that network of colleagues necessarily you might not have a workforce yet 
and it means you've not got anyone to turn to or share your problems with or even to highlight your problems because quite often you don't realise that anything's wrong until someone says you're okay you've been a bit quiet or you look a bit down and you don't have that necessarily when you're running your own business because you are on your own the pressure as well to be okay all the time and responsive all the time is much much greater and that's the problem I'm facing at the moment whereas before if I was working for someone else I might be able to sort of offer you know 50% for the next couple of days get myself through it go to bed early and sort of sort out my own self recovery but it's not as easy when you run your own business you can't say oh well I'm going to go to bed early tonight when you've got 10 orders to send out you can't give 50% when you're the only person giving anything to your business and don't forget you've worked really hard to get to this position you don't want to mess it all up now you have to look after yourself self-care is so so important especially when you run your own business because you are the business without you there's no business and recently one of the rural businesses that I follow on Instagram Instagram. She shared a post saying that she felt like she needed to rest, but she couldn't because she was really busy. And I know that feeling oh so too well. I'm in that position now. I know that if I was working, employed in a different position, I'd be like, right, I need to book a weekend away or a week off or something because I'm about to burn myself out. But it's my own business. I can't just say, right, down tools for a week because that means no money will come in, no work will get done, I'll lose customers, or I'll lose orders. It's just not feasible i'm going to end it there because i'm rambling it's gone one in the morning now obviously but i will come back to you after the jingle a new person a new day with some plans for action to get myself out of overwhelm help myself not feel as burnt out and perhaps put some procedures in place to avoid this happening again and i look forward to talking to you soon First thing this morning I decided my first task would be to have a good old Google about burnout and just see if there's any suggestions I could find online that perhaps would help me and help you get out of burnout and overwhelm and actually I found it really funny I thought you'd enjoy this I spent about half an hour looking on the web and actually felt completely overwhelmed um, because there was the four stages of burnout the five stages of burnout six ways to overcome burnout six elements of burnout and I just thought oh my god this is too much So what I've tried to do for you is in this podcast just explain how I have got out of burnout before and I'm going to put those procedures in place, come back in a few days time and just let you know how I've got on. So be completely honest with you, I'm going to be coming back to you in three days time because that allows me time to put the procedures in place and also to see if they've worked burnout isn't a headache you can't just take a paracetamol and within an hour it's gone it's actually quite a long procedure because it's taken you a long time to get to this stage don't forget just because I realized last night that I was beginning to get burnt out and I was overwhelmed doesn't mean that's the first time it started happening to me looking back over previous weeks I can see it slowly building I will speak to you again in a couple of days time and I look forward to it Three days have passed now since I had my little 1am meltdown on the podcast which I think is just going to be an indication of what this podcast is going to be like. It's not going to be a polished, perfected performance. 
it's raw, honest diary of an entrepreneur, freelancer, whatever else I am, business owner (laughs) um, and podcast host now. But that's what I want it to be like because I want you to know you're not alone. I want to give you sound advice that I've tried out, not just read something off the internet and go, yeah, I'm sure that will work. So what I've done, I had my little meltdown. The next day I had loads of orders going out, just had to get through that. You know, any advice I read on the internet said, give yourself a break, you need to rest immediately. Well, guys, it's not possible. I have a business to run. I had money coming in. People had paid for their orders. I'm not going to say, sorry, guys, feeling a bit under the weather. You're not going to get it for a week. That's just not me. That's not how my business works. So I really just thought, get to the end of this day, get all the orders sent out, and then we'll make a plan. So that's what I did. But knowing that I had 24 hours before I was going to really get down to getting out of this burnout and getting out of overwhelm it did give me a little push so I did my orders um and then I sat down in the evening and made a plan next day I had a cooking demonstration at a local food festival and I was absolutely dreading it because as you know a cooking demonstration you have to be friendly you have to have everything on the tip of your tongue because it's fast-paced you're talking to an audience selling your product you have to be your business and that is the complete opposite of what you want to be when you're overwhelmed and burnt out so I was really really dreading it and actually I'm so glad I had that booked in if it had been I don't know, a networking meeting or something, uh, an exhibition, something I could have got out of. Even if I paid for a ticket, I wouldn't have gone. But this was um, a chef demonstrator relying on me to turn up. It had been booked in for months and it was the best thing I could have done because I went out. It was a lovely day. The audience was pretty receptive to me and I love talking about my business because I'm so, so proud of it. And I love, it sounds really um, self-centered, I think, but I love it when people go to me, oh, that's a really good idea. And it builds me up to do more for my business. Because I'd spent so long locking myself away and just ferreting away at doing my business, I had forgotten why I was so passionate about it and I'd forgotten that people were really enjoying my product so once I'd got out there I'd spoken to a few potential customers I'd given a presentation I'd cooked some of my food up I was getting really good feedback probably telling my voice I was so pleased and it gave me that fire back and I thought yes I know what I'm doing with my business I know why I'm doing it not everyone's going to be able to go out and do a cooking demonstration I completely understand that but I'll I'll explain what I've been up to and then I'll come back to how you can apply it to your own business because I know everyone's different the next thing I did even though I was feeling really really passionate about my business I knew if I'd carried on at the pace that I was at I would still end up being overwhelmed by the next week so I decided it was bank holiday Monday it was a lovely day I said to myself I'm going to do a little bit of email catch up until 11 o'clock in the morning and I had a lie-in as well I just did it from my bed I don't think I got out of bed until 10 o'clock. I just sat there doing my emails. You know, the minimum that was needed from me that day. Then at 11 o'clock, I put my phone away. I closed my laptop and we went out for the whole day. And I said, I'm not going to look at my phone until five o'clock tonight. I'm going to do anything work related. I'm not even going to talk about it. Don't let me mention the words Paddlesworth Produce or Breakfast Box or whatever until five o'clock. And it was amazing. And I can't recommend it enough. I couldn't have said to myself I'm going to take the whole day off because that's unrealistic. I'm a one-person band. I'm sure a lot of you listening are as well. And for us, especially if you've got clients waiting for a response, 
to take a whole 24 hours out is unrealistic but rather than say oh you know I'm going to have a day off and then every hour or so be checking my emails or checking my social media I said no I'm going to do everything until 11 o'clock and then I'll check again at five so that was six whole hours to myself we went down to the beach I was present I was there I was in the moment I enjoyed the company I took in the views the surroundings you can probably tell in my energy in my voice that I'm feeling so much better I, I feel that I'm very close to falling back into overwhelm I'm not cured so we say but I am not at that point where I just feel like giving up and I'm completely I mean heading in the right direction should we say that and that was achieved through rest and through getting out there and doing something I didn't want to do so now to you what am I going to advise for you? First of all, I'm going to give you advice to help you. If you're in the position I was in, so you're feeling overwhelmed, you're close to burnout, that's what I'm going to do. And then at the end of the episode, we'll talk about how we prevent ourselves coming into burnout because that's what I'm going to concentrate on now. So I feel like I've dragged myself out and how am I going to make sure I stay out? Okay, you're in burnout, you want to know how to get out of it. First of all, I would hugely recommend making some time to just rest. And that means sleeping properly and it means taking some time off. And if you're at burnout, it means your business is really busy probably and you're really stressed about it and you think, the last thing I can do is take some time out. But if you can listen back to my story, like I said, I only took 11 o'clock till uh, 5 o'clock, sorry, on that day out of work, but I made sure I had the minimum done by 11 o'clock in the morning and then carried on from 5 o'clock in the evening. Something as small as that means you can get the rest you need. You need to take a step away from your business. Even if you're not burnt out, it's it's great to do because it gives you a different perspective. It gives you time to be you as well. So, so often when we're freelancers or business owners, we are our business. We are the face of our business. We run our business on our own. And just because your business is you doesn't mean you are your business. I think I should get that on a t-shirt because I need to remind myself of that. My business is me. I am. I try and be the face of it. I know people buy from people and I'm really proud of my business. So I want to shout about it. But... Me, Katie Anderson, I am not my business. I am a dog mum, I'm a girlfriend, I'm a daughter, I'm a granddaughter, I'm a great granddaughter, I'm a friend, and all of these other things are part of me. Okay, so I'm going to say it one more time. Your business can be you. Paddlesworth Produce is me, it's Katie Anderson, and my freelance work is me. I am more than my business, I am more than my freelance work, and this is so, so important to remember. Secondly, what I want you to do is say no to a few things. So I, as I mentioned before, I had all these different things going on in my brain, talking about Christmas and listening back to me when I was in that position, even though it was only a couple of days ago, is so hard to hear because now I just think, come on, snap out of it. You don't need to be doing every single Christmas gift guide at the moment if you're really, really busy. And that's what I've done. I've said no to a few things now and I need you to say no to a few things. Have a little think, have a think about what your goals for the business are. And I struggle with this as well. So I'm trying to do it, but I'm not saying that you're able to do it every time. But think of the main three goals of your business. So for me, I need to make money. I need to grow my client base and ensure that my business is being seen by more people. So I'm focusing on promoting at the moment, 
getting new people onto my subscription list and ensuring that my profit margins stay really nice. So they're my goals. If anything comes up, any little tasks, any little attendances, invitations, and this is only in my business life, that do not aid those goals, I have to say no. Okay, so if something comes up, I go, oh, that sounds really interesting, but it's not actually going to help my business in, in, in any way. And I'm in overwhelm, this is. This isn't all the time. It's, it's when I'm in overwhelm, I say no. Or if I feel guilty, someone's invited me to a fundraiser or to do something for the local community and I think, oh, I don't want to say no because I feel really bad. No, I have to say no because my business has to come first. My health has to come first. So that is my second piece of advice. If it's not an immediate yes and it's not aiding those three goals, then it's a no. I want you to also think about making time for things that you enjoy. So this differs for me actually. I have a crazy mind, I change my mind all the time, my hobbies change all the time. You might be the same or you might have a hobby or one or two hobbies that you really, really enjoy. Make time for it. And I know you're thinking, Katie, I'm in overwhelm. How on earth am I going to make more time for myself? I'm already freaking out. Yes, I know. And it's really, really easy to use that excuse. But at the moment, you're in overwhelm. You're not giving your business 100%. You're stressing out. You're not giving all that you can give. So say you do 10 hours sat in your office at home, working away, you could actually spend eight hours in the office at 100% happier and spend those two hours do something else that you enjoy. Or even half an hour. I mean, I started off by downloading a yoga app. It was free and it was 10 to 15 minute sessions. And every morning I would take 10 to 15 minutes before I started my day and just did a little yoga, really easy, nothing too strenuous. But it really helped me because it gave me that time to think about me, to not think about work, and I really enjoyed it. At the moment, my hobbies are really crazy. I've just taken up sewing, and so I do that sometimes. I love being creative. I love going out for a dog walk. I try and have a dog walk once a day anyway, but if I'm really, really stuck, and I just go, right, let's go out, just go up the track, back again. And that little moment of doing something I enjoy helps me with my business because I've made time for me. We'll come on to me time again in a minute when we start talking about preventing burnout, but it's really, really important and it's about making that time. Even if you think you haven't got the time, make the time and you'll find you're more productive in the time that you spend working on your business. This is a tricky one because I know when you're in that space, it's like when you're feeling depressed, feeling down, you do not want to socialise at all. But socialising is so important for us as human beings and if you're in that position where you're about to go into overwhelm or you are overwhelmed, you're about to burn out, getting outside, talking to people is so good for the soul and it's so hard, it's really, really hard to make yourself go out there and do it because I know all too well, up to this point I was turning down social invites, I was dreading going out with people and I spent a few days the last couple of days and I went out with my family for a bit I went out with my boyfriend for a bit and we had such a lovely time because I didn't think about work I was away from my desk I was able to just be me and you need to do it even if you just take it step by step so just go out with one of your close friends that knows you really really well the coffee or for half an hour for a little walk that could do you a world of good when we're freelancers and we're running our own business and we're doing our own thing we spend so much time on our own which is why I launched this podcast actually is 
to have people to talk to and to help other people realize that they're not alone there's loads of us out there doing it there's great co-working spaces there's networking groups there's loads of ways to meet friends and meet other people doing the same thing as you but I know it's difficult to push yourself and go out there and meet those people but please please do and please please be sociable because what will end up happening is you'll lock yourself away, you make yourself sad, you'll burn yourself out and you'll find yourself in exactly the same position I was a couple of days ago. This episode is brought to you by Paddlesworth Produce. We bring the Kentish Farmers Market to your front door with free nationwide delivery and plastic repackaging. Try our breakfast boxes, Sunday roast boxes and barbecue boxes. Available as a one-off treat, send as a unique gift or enjoy a regular subscription. To find out more, visit www.paddlesworthproduce.co.uk. Now back to the podcast. Right, so we've talked about my experience of burnout and overwhelm. We've talked about getting out of it once you've hit that point. How about for those of you that haven't hit it yet, or like me, are on the other side and you want to prevent it happening? Really, really great idea to do because once you hit that point, it's so hard to get out of it. Avoiding burnout is different for everyone and the causes of burnout are different for everyone. But this is the advice that I'm going to go forward with and that has worked for me before. Please take from it what you can. The first thing I want to talk about is self-care. And when I first started my own business and I started freelancing, self-care is on everything, isn't it? All over Instagram. Oh, self-care. You've got to look after yourself. And I just thought, oh, it's such an annoying buzzword. These people are so selfish. And actually, it is really, really important. And it's not just a buzzword. It's not one of those things that you take a picture of a box of chocolates and go, oh self-care or you take a picture of yourself on a yoga mat and go oh self-care is not it's more than that so daily self-care that is so simple but often missed and I do this all the time I think oh god I'm feeling really low or I'm feeling really stressed out and I look back over my daily self-care for that week or that day and I think oh god I didn't even have a glass of water today so just some examples of daily self-care and please avoid neglecting your daily self-care because it can be a huge contributor to burnout is keeping hydrated so drinking your water exercise daily exercise and I am the opposite of a fitness freak because I hate exercise but exercise for me isn't going down to the gym for an hour it's not going on a treadmill or going for a run it's as simple as getting outside in the fresh air for at least half an hour a day walking my dog quite fast paced around the countryside around me and that's my exercise also I mentioned before the yoga app that I do I try and do that three times a week some weeks I'm really good and do it every single day religiously and some weeks I'll do it like once a week but find what works for you when it comes to exercise but it's really important our bodies are our temple they help us create these businesses and run these businesses so you really need to look after them that's another point eating well I know as soon as I mean I'm not a health freak I don't eat really really healthily but I make sure that I'm eating because so often when I get really stuck into something especially in my freelance work because it's one of those things where I sit down log in and I think right I'm going to bash this all out so I can sit at my desk easily for six hours look up and think I haven't had a drink I haven't had anything to eat why have I got this banging headache and I know there'll be some of you listening that are exactly the same so just really look after yourself eat properly and eat consistently even if you're just sort of snacking throughout the day make sure you have stuff in the house as well because all too often I think oh I've not got anything in the house I'll have to go to the supermarket tonight and that's my excuse for not eating properly it's crazy get your food in make sure you've got nice stuff to eat and keep eating keep drinking keep exercising 
So that's your daily self-care. Other methods of self-care, like we explained earlier, is doing things you enjoy. So have a hobby or have something that gives you that spark that you love doing. I love being creative. A lot of you that will have started your own business or freelancers will enjoy being creative. Whatever your medium is, whether you enjoy painting or sewing or I'm running out of creative things to think of, um, obviously not that creative, whatever you enjoy, make some time for it. And just because you've got a really busy week doesn't mean that you can't fit in half an hour of doing your hobby or doing something you enjoy. Just because you're a freelancer and because you are setting your own timescales, don't forget to fit in that off time. That time when you're not thinking about the business, you're doing something that either helps relax you or creates a little fire inside you. I quite enjoy watching TV, but I don't find it relaxing and I'm always doing something else at the same time. So what the first trap I fell into when I first started freelance work was having the TV on and doing my work at the same time, which works for some of you, I know. But what I found was I would then easily work for 14, 16 hours a day because I wasn't having that time off, because I was doing it while doing something else, thinking, oh, well, I'm watching TV now, I'm relaxing. No, I wasn't relaxing, because I was actually working, just with a little bit of noise in the background. Find what works for you, but make sure you're fully switched off for that time, fully dedicated to yourself. And then when you go back to your business, you can be fully dedicated to your business. Okay, I love this next point. Giving to others. You're feeling burnt out, overwhelmed. You need to create little things that help you feel good. So like I said before, you're doing a hobby that you enjoy. Oh, I've created this special little, I don't know, piece of artwork. Or I've just had a really nice time. I've just gone for a really nice walk and I've seen some beautiful views or some wildlife. You need to create those little segments of joy and you you kind of need to put in a time effort analysis here because you've obviously got limited time and you need to get as much joy as possible from that time. And a really quick and easy way is to give to someone else and it doesn't need to be an extensive gift. It can be as simple as sending a text to a friend saying, hope you're okay or have a lovely day, sending them a funny meme on social media and, you know, thought of you when I saw this and that is a really... It's a way I I love to give presents to people, but obviously it's unrealistic to keep spending money and giving to others unless you're creating something in your creative hour that means you can do that. But the smallest act of kindness, however small, however cheap, can really re-energise you and I really recommend it. As we explained in the intro, burnout is usually caused by stress that hasn't been managed well. And anyone in any aspects of life experiences stress. It's a fact of life. If you're running your own business, you are more than likely going to experience high levels of stress. And that's fine. It's absolutely fine to experience stress. It's how you deal with it that's the important thing. So dealing with stress, you need to work out what's causing you the stress and work out if that can be avoided or if it can be changed to reduce the amount of stress in your life. So I'll give you an example from my business. I was finding it really, really stressful to produce my own jam. Okay, it sounds really ridiculous, but I would cry over pots of jam because they haven't set. I was struggling to find the right ingredients locally, pouring the jams into the pot, I'd make a mess of the kitchen. It sounds so ridiculous now, but it was causing me a huge amount of stress and it took me an amazing amount of time, much longer than any professional. So I looked to outsource my jam, actually ended up buying it in cheaper than what I could produce it for. So that stress is now non-existence in my life I go to a small local producer think if there's anything in your business that's really causing you a high level of stress is there anything you can do to prevent that or or lessen it so outsourcing is an option say there was a particular product 
on your website that, that you hated making or that you hated dealing with, can you take it out completely? Is it essential to your business? Think of the little changes you can make. So the first step is to think back what's causing you stress. A good way to do this actually is to keep a stress diary. So just keep a normal diary. And if you're having a really good day, write down what you've done. If you're having a really bad day, write down what you've done. And then over the bad days, link up what's the common denominator. So what in those bad days is always happening? For example, is every day that I'm having a really stressful day a day that I was making jam? Yes, okay, let's get rid of the jam. I could just not sell jam at all or I could buy it in. If you can't prevent the things that are causing you stress, then what can you do to calm yourself down? How can you deal with that stress? Deep breathing is a really good technique I learned when I was going through anxiety. I would have a lot of panic attacks. It sounds very simple, but it really does work. You focus on your breathing and you hold it in for as long as possible. So, and then let it out as slowly as possible. And that was a bit dramatic because I wanted you to hear on the podcast. But doing that for two minutes and just really focusing on your breathing, really slow exhales, really slow inhales, holding it there and then letting out. It's a way of tricking your body. And I only learned this recently. I did it because I was recommended it when I was experiencing anxiety and it really, really worked. And recently I heard someone say, actually, it's tricking your body because when you're stressed, you talk a million miles an hour and everything's rush, 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 rush. So your body then goes, right, we're now experiencing stress. We are scared. And your body doesn't know the difference between I'm scared because this spreadsheet is really annoying me and I don't understand it. And I'm scared because a lion is coming towards me and it's going to kill me. So from when we were cavemen, we still have the same stress responses and our body still reacts in the same way so what you need to do rather than you telling your body I'm stressed I'm really scared ah you need to say I'm really calm and your body will go ah we're nice and calm now and calm you down it's it's crazy it works so remember the breathing techniques my burnout was alleviated shall we say by having some time off and what I'm going to do now to prevent that happening again is to ensure that I have regular days off and that doesn't mean a whole day like I said before it's really it's impossible for me to have a whole day off it's probably impossible for a lot of you to have a whole day off some of you it might work I know someone who's close to me and she has every Sunday off religiously turn all the emails off turn the social media off I'm not answering anything on a Sunday And that's fine. That's actually a really great way of doing it. But instead, I like to take two half days off. Now, I say it like I do that religiously and I don't. And clearly I don't because that's why I got myself in this position. But to prevent this from happening again, I'm going to say to myself that I'm going to stick to two half days off a week and that can be flexible but I need to have those days off and it's quite handy because my weekly routine is similar so every week on a Wednesday and a Thursday I go to my producers on a Thursday and a Friday evening I do all my deliveries and that is consistent throughout every single week so I might say to myself that I'll try and have a Sunday and a Monday say as my half days but be flexible in that because Saturdays and Sundays I am routinely at food festivals and the days change. Saturdays and Sundays are also the only time that my boyfriend lives at home so I need to make sure that at least one of those days or at least you know a couple of those weekends a month I'm with him and having time off it's really fitting in around my schedule so don't I don't think it's going to work for me to be religious and say, right, Monday, Tuesday, and my day's off every single week and nothing's going to stop me because it's unrealistic. And that might be the same for you. But I am going to say to myself, let's say 12 hours a week, 
I'm going to step away from the office, step away from my emails and just focus on whatever I'm doing at that point and it's not going to be work related. <laughs> it's going to be something creative, something fun, something social. I really hope that none of you listening to this episode are experiencing burnout but if you are I hope that you found the episode helpful and you've now got some plans in place to go ahead and help prevent it happening again or help get yourself out of the feeling of overwhelm that you're in at the moment. Remember there's going to be loads of advice, support and inspiration over on our social media channels. Just look up Not Your Typical 9 to 5 and we are on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. If you've got any suggestions for future episodes, please do contact me on there and send me your suggestions or your recommendations. I love, love, love to hear from you and I make all of these podcasts with you in mind. So it's really, really helpful for me to know what you're struggling with or what topics you're focusing on at the moment. I've been Katie Anderson. This has been the first episode of Not Your Typical 9 to 5 and I look forward to talking to you more soon. Thank you so much for listening. (music) 